everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about relationships. Relationships is the core of the Beauty and Behavior program. It's all about creating healthy relationships. And I think one of the biggest barriers we have in our relationships is our feelings. Our feelings get in the way. And I think they get in the way of our ability to communicate effectively and our uh, ability to set healthy boundaries. And we have to have healthy boundaries to have healthy relationships. But and what I mean about our feelings getting in the way, I don't, I guess I don't really mean our feelings are getting in the way. I think our belief and the way we were programmed to deal with and see feelings is what gets in the way. Because traditionally we are, we were conditioned in our society to avoid feelings. You know, we, we were, you know, told not to make a fuss and, um, you know, we, we just got subtle messages that feelings weren't okay, you know, to shut that down. Um, they make other people uncomfortable, so don't have them. Um, and also, I think we got subtle messages on how we were supposed to feel, maybe not how we actually feel. Um, so, and again, these, these happen in such subtle ways, uh, like when, you know, perhaps we got hurt, we fell down and, you know, we say, oh, you're okay, you're okay, you're okay, just, you're fine, brush it off. And so it says, don't feel that way. It's not a big deal. Feel the way I'm telling you to feel. Um, and we often uh, might try to ignore it when our kids fall down and, you know, we, it, we're like, oh, just ignore it. Don't, don't say anything. Cause then they'll, they'll, then they won't feel right. So it's kind of sending the message that ignore how you feel. It's not important. Um, or, you know, abandon the self uh, because, you know, you're not supposed to feel that way. You shouldn't feel that way. Um, and so that's one way that I think um, feelings get in the way or our, our programming gets in the way. <clears throat> and I think another way too is that we tend to be programmed to believe that we uh, are in charge of other people's feelings. Um, we're supposed to not make anybody upset or, you know, we kind of dance around things. So uh, people aren't upset because, you know, we were kind of taught that um, not to upset anybody, you know, don't say the wrong thing, you know, that that's going to cause somebody to get upset. Um, and so when we believe that I'm supposed to take care of your feelings. And we also believe that you should take care of my feelings. Uh, you should just know what I need or I want. Um, and that 
also um, puts a rift in the relationship because we're not communicating clearly. We're kind of, you know, communicating sideways. Uh, and so again, um, that those messages come in subtle ways. Uh, things like, and I've probably talked about this before, um, it, because it seems like it comes up in almost every topic around behavior because it is so prevalent. Um, like I say, I think it's one of the top things that gets in the way um, and breaks down communication in our relationships. And so when we have heard things like, and, and we've said them to our kids too, um, things like, look how you made her feel how you made him feel, um, which insinuates that I am in charge of this other person. And I I have the power to make them feel a certain way. And then also they have the responsibility to make it okay for me. And so when we're talking about kids, um, you know, you can make me feel crazy or angry or frustrated, and now you need to do something to change it so that I'm okay, which puts the adult in charge of the child. Or, I mean, sorry, the child in charge of the adult. Um, and so, which is very confusing to a child and stressful, which then causes acting out behavior and then we react to that and it it's it puts it's stressful to the relationship and that puts you know a stress on any relationship it doesn't have to be just the adult child relationship but any relationship where you know i have to take care of your feelings i'm dancing around things to take care of your feelings and you're supposed to take care of mine you know there's this kind of belief that you should know you know, how I feel about that. And so I think we need to take radical responsibility um, for our feelings and start even knowing what we feel. Because a lot of times we don't even know how we feel because we're so used to avoiding it um, with, I think I talked on this about this on Wednesday's episode about our busyness, how busy of a culture we had become um, as a way of avoiding feelings. But we do it in all kinds of ways. We, you know, do it with um, shopping. We can do it with uh, food. Um, we do all kinds of things to avoid feelings. I did it with pop. And I just um, recently have realized that. And, you know, I, I need I want to pop when I'm stressed. And so it's like, okay, push wanting to push some feelings down. So I have been working on um, addressing whatever feelings are there and uncovering that when I am triggered to want a a pop. Um, so yeah, a lot of that is becoming aware of our own triggers, but also just taking responsibility for how we feel. So, you know, nobody outside of you can make you feel a certain way. Uh, and we believe that it, we, that people do, that other people make us frustrated or angry or crazy or whatever it is or even happy, 
you know, that another person makes me happy. That is, you know, just as um, unhelpful as believing somebody uh, makes me angry um, because it puts somebody else in charge of me and we're actually giving our power to other people. And then that leaves us feeling powerless and powerlessness in a relationship is a relationship killer. Um, you know, we all have a part in the relationship. We, and, and actually power comes from within. And we've really all been taught to have power over or power under uh, people, either be a controller and demand people do it your way or a pleaser and just do it somebody else's way. Um, to avoid the upset. Um, and so really knowing that feelings are being created within us. They come from within us. Now they can be triggered by outside things. Um, something can happen. Somebody can say something or do something or something happens that uh, brings these feelings alive within us and they start rising um, is a trigger and but those feelings have always or have been there for a very long time it's just that they're getting awakened by whatever this external thing thing is and so often we blame the external thing we blame the other person or whatever it is happening and then again if we blame somebody else or making us feel a certain way, then we've given our power to them. And now they have to change to make it okay for us. Um, and so reclaiming our power, which I talked about on Wednesday, um, really is about reclaiming and owning and be responsible for our own feelings. Um, and, you know, digging into what is underneath that trigger? What is the limiting belief under the trigger? And for parents, a lot of time, you know, our kids trigger us because it's very personal. Um, you know, when we believe the thought, I make my children behave and my worth, how adequate I am as a parent, if I'm a good parent, is judged on how well I do that. If we believe that, then yes, our children are going to trigger us like crazy um, because that feeling of inadequacy gets triggered. And so we, it, it becomes a threat. Their behavior becomes a threat to us because we don't want to feel inadequate. Um, and so when that's a threat to our authority or our worth or our ability to be a good parent, then our impulse is going to be to punish um, that child or if or to stop it, stop that behavior. And when we do that, we're actually focused on the very thing that we don't want and what we focus on grows and gets bigger. Where your attention goes, your energy goes. Uh, and so... And so it all comes back to just taking responsibility for how I feel. That isn't about you. 
it's about me. And also when somebody else is having feelings, if they're upset about something, it isn't about you to have to fix that. Um, I think we, we get into this fixer mode where we want to rescue people because we are so uncomfortable with emotions. It's it, that impulse to rescue is about shutting down the emotion um, because any emotions can be terrifying for us. We may not even, I mean, we're, we're unconscious about that. We, we don't realize it, but depending on what our experiences were with feelings uh, growing up, they can be terrifying. So like if, you know, you had a parent that was a yeller, uh, uh, and a, an adult yelling at a child can be terrifying for, for, for a child. Uh, and so, you know, it depends on what our experiences were in childhood, but for a lot of us, emotions can be terrifying because we were, we had the belief that emotions are bad. Don't ever show those. And now all of a sudden our child is is expressing these huge emotions. Um, and again, I think kids today are here to say, we need to do this differently. Um, our traditional conditioning is not serving us any longer as parents or as children. And, you know, the world has changed. Uh, there's things that are a lot different today um, than they were just a few generations ago. And kids are exposed to, you know, different things. And we have research, we have neurology that is uncovering, oh, um, you know, here's actually the messages behind some of these things. And it, a lot of our traditional practices really wear at our sense of self-worth. And so, you know, just having awareness around that. And I think we can move towards having much healthier relationships in our life. And um, that comes with being able to set healthy boundaries for ourselves. But that first step is, in my opinion, in my perspective, is to take uh, responsibility for our feelings and really become emotionally intelligent, I guess is what it comes down to. Um, we in our society put a lot of value on uh, logic rather than emotions. And I think we need to uh, get to where we are really understanding our own internal world. Um, and that way we can have healthier relationships with ourselves, with each other, and with our um, most vulnerable population, our children. And so I think one of the things happening right now too, this year uh, with at the holidays is that um, some people are comfortable with getting together for the holiday and others 
do not feel comfortable getting together for the holiday, uh, this holiday season. And I think uh, boundary setting has been a challenge for a lot of people uh, in that, in saying I'm not coming for the holiday because then they're going to get upset, right? And so we try to take care of those feelings. We don't want people upset with us, but we need to really know that we can allow other people to have their feelings. They can handle it. And so can we, and their upset has to do with them. It's not about us. Just like our upset doesn't have anything to do with somebody else. It's, it's something within us. And so, um, so yeah, so I think moving towards healthy relationships, uh, those are two really big things uh, to look at is, how I'm expressing my feelings and what are my beliefs about feelings. And uh, then that plays into the ability to set healthy boundaries. Um, all right, so that's what I have for you today. So I hope you all have a fantastic weekend and I'll see you right back here next week. Bye everyone.